It's Friday afternoon, Friday afternoon club coming in hot and we are back, baby. Back with an all new version of the show, Glass Half Full with Riker and Bobby. We are all about positivity, spreading good energy through fun conversations over the occasional cocktail, mocktail, or cup of coffee. Today's product I love is Power Lift. Power Lift has become my go-to afternoon beverage this summer. It's got 10 grams of protein, 650 milligrams electrolytes, 2,000 milligrams branched-chain amino acids, and B vitamins. It comes in four different flavors. I think lemon-lime is probably my favorite. It's so tasty. You can order yours at pwrlift.com. That's p-w-r-l-i-f-t.com. Use my code RIKER, R-I-K-E-R, for a nice little discount just for you. You'll enjoy. Today's guest is 19-year-old poker player Gil Jack. Some of you already know him because he's my cousin, and, well, he's awesome. We talk a lot about what it takes to be a professional poker player, as well as some of Gil's hidden talents, like being a musician and acting in the movie Captain Marvel. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time. So grab your favorite glass and fill it at least half full, because it's the all-new Glass half full. So much wasted energy on seeing glasses half empty. So let me be your fresh caffeine and I can top you off. In case you missed it, I'ma keep it, keep it, keep it optimistic. Bobby, you're optimistic. 19 years old. What were you doing at 19? You're not actually 19, for those of you who don't know, by the way. How old are you? <laughs> uh, 26. 26. So what were you doing when you were 19? When I was 19... Man, what was life like uh, for Bobby Ulrich? At I was very years old? simple. It was very simple time. Uh, I wasn't doing. Were you any. doing stand up? No, I was in college uh, playing football and getting concussions. Oh my gosh! What position <laughs> did you play? Uh, D line, defensive line. Nineteen year old Bobby Ulrich. Yeah, probably that's just right. absolutely jacked. Dude, I was on my way. At, th- at that time, I was probably around like two hundred and thirty pounds. Uh, try to just make my Whoa. way up the the depth chart. Yeah. Right on, man. Well, speaking of jacked, uh, we have Gil Jack on with what us a, today. What a transition. What a segue. Uh, <laughs> so we got Gil Jack on today, who is a 19-year-old poker player. Now, I know you know him, but uh, for those of you who don't know him, Gil is actually my cousin. And like I said, he's a 19-year-old poker player. He's been going professional poker at just 19 years old. And he's going, he's traveling. He was just in Vancouver. He goes to Texas. He's talking about going to, oh, not Aruba. Uh, It was Aruba. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, doing these, these tournaments and he's like all the way in and he's so passionate and he's, I, you've played with him. I've played with him. Yeah. We're average poker players at at best. Exactly. This kid is no (laughs) joke. Pretty soon you're going to see him on the world series of poker. Gil, how are you doing, man? Thank you so much for being here. Dude, absolutely phenomenal, man. Thank you so much for having me. This is so cool because I have so many questions. I, I've been watching all your stuff on Instagram and whatnot. So you you first off, I wanted I wanna know when were you like, I'm taking this seriously? And because you're only 19, like you've done a lot of things. For those of you who don't mm-hmm. know, he was in um uh he's been in a bunch of movies and uh TV shows, um, including my movie, Aliens on Halloween. He was also in a Marvel movie. He was in Captain Marvel, um, unfortunately yep. on the cutting room floor, which he didn't find out <laughs> until the uh, tell us that story, Gil. You didn't find out until the premiere, right? You're at the premiere. I didn't know. Yeah, that. so I got the invite to the premiere. You know, me and my dad are all excited to go 
you know i mean it's a big deal for me it was like my first like big movie even though it was only one line but it was pretty sick still we go yeah it's a massive massive movie yeah Mm -hmm. and you know just a no show just a blank and (laughs) just that was a long car what was the line what was the line it was you kiss like a horse (laughs) <laughs> what? The how has, could you cut that line yeah, That's an know, amazing know, line. the legend has it that the audio is still in the movie but i haven't heard it oh, oh come this on is legend so so back to what i was saying when did you get when were you like okay i'm going all in on poker because i love the i love the passion and i love the positive energy that you put towards it and something i think that's just so amazing and I, I found myself in the same position, like at a young age, I knew what I wanted to do and I knew what I loved and I knew what I was passionate about. And I think not a lot of people have that, which is fine. I think life is a journey and you got plenty of time, but you, you know, currently that this is what you want to do. When did you figure that out? Yeah, I think it was, um, right over the pandemic, you know, we just started playing with our family and I would say about a year after that, it was like, oh, okay. Um, you know, when you kind of find your thing, like you were saying, you just like, no, yeah. um, and it just started escalating. Obviously, we started playing for a little bit more money. I started winning, and I was like, "All right, like I'm about to turn 18. Let's let's do this." Like, so um, this is this is like 2020, and you're just playing with your with your brothers. Correct. Yeah. And, so I was playing. Your yeah, yeah. In the house playing with. And the I knew I knew that Gil wanted to be a poker player when we were at his house uh, in an underground poker tournament. Not <laughs> sure uh, if we should admit that legally, but you know it's out there now. Uh, and he showed me this book. That had some mathematical equations that I'm pretty sure uh, Stephen Hawking's wrote, and uh, <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, this is what I like to. This is what I enjoy reading. You know, on the toilet, on the plane, uh, every outcome of every hand." And I was like, "Oh uh, yeah, uh, might see this guy winning millions in poker." So uh, I think that's when I knew. So yeah, I, I think I knew. Okay. It so it wasn't. It wasn't when he called you uh, all in. And he had like pocket aces and you had like a two and a nine. It wasn't there. Well, that happened after and I was reading the book and it did work for me. So I was like, maybe he's on to something. No, yeah, definitely. Like uh, you took that step to where you're thinking of the game at a little bit more of an advanced level. And that's like very intriguing. You know, you're like, oh, wow, like this is crazy. Just take the next step and you're just like, all right. Here we go. Yeah, you're you know? thinking on a much higher level than everyone else around you in these in these little, you know, family games. And yeah. I don't I don't want to take too much credit here, but I did let Gil have my master class login and there's two classes <laughs> on poker. Just saying. You, you know what? You know what's actually funny about that? I I do remember the moment I watched Daniel Negrani's master class and being like, this I'm never going to get sick of this game. This is so sick. Wow. Like that wow, was one cool. of the first moments of like, wow, this is going to be epic like awesome well I'll, you know uh you can make my uh my one percent out to uh <laughs> yeah and i'm sure Riker had casino royale playing subliminally uh oh dude when that movie came out i've i've, I've seen that movie probably 50 times i watched it so many times when that movie came out that's a great it's one man so good one of my, one yeah of my favorites yeah so speaking of poker movies do you have uh, a favorite poker movie gil because there's some there's some really good ones there's some wild ones yeah, there are some really good ones. I think that like pound for pound, the best poker movie is Molly's Game. Um, Agreed. Uh, Rounders is really good too. It's a little bit like cheesy, but um, it's still really good. Yeah, Molly's Game has one of the best cinematic voiceover mm-hmm. like intros of all time. Mm-hmm. Like I could watch that intro, just the intro, and I'm like, I get so excited. It, it's such an invigorating thing. That intro, Bobby, have you seen this movie? 
Yeah, of course. Yep. Oh, I love dude. that movie. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. So so Gil. And it's so a book 20- too, right? Oh, sorry. I think it was based off a book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's a true story. So Gil, you're 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 2020, and mm-hmm. uh, you're just about to turn 18, and you're you're like, okay, I'm I'm really gonna take this seriously. What was like your first? Uh, outside experience because there's only a couple casinos close by that you can go and play at correct and you have mm-hmm. to be 18 yeah yeah so there's only one in california and it's um about a two-hour drive from where i'm at so it's a little bit difficult to get to um uh-huh. but my first um like out of the house experience playing poker was i literally went to texas the day after my 18th birthday oh cool so it's like a birthday uh, celebration trip yeah exactly so that was like the first time um i literally flew in and I went straight to the poker room and played on a live stream. So, wow, I was like, yeah, it was a little you, bit intense. So cool. sure. Yeah, how'd you do? It was. Uh, I won the first night actually, um, but the that entire trip I ended up losing. The first you know, few times a, I played, I lost. Well, yeah, you're like at at that point, it's like being a rookie in a professional sport. You know, it's exactly. Like you're got yeah. you kind of mm-hmm. got to go through the motions and, and learn. And and I'm, I imagine poker has. Uh, Lots of big ups and downs. That is definitely true. It depends on what what kind of games you're playing, but yeah, definitely big ups and downs. But you and can what imagine game how like do you play for the most part. So I was playing uh, live cash games for uh, a while, and uh, like making trips out to Texas, and then okay. And, and for those of you who don't know, uh, explain to the listeners what a cash game is exactly. Yeah, so it's different from a tournament. Yeah, so there's two um, <clears throat> main kinds of poker. Texas Hold'em, to be uh, specific. Cash games is where you each of your chips has a cash value, so you could buy in for $500, and you could leave whenever you want to. You could cash out whenever okay. you want to. So that's like the most common way to play, like and go go to Vegas, go to the table for an hour. Um, and then there's tournament poker, where you have just a single buy-in, and then the last guy with all the chips wins, basically. Gotcha. And that's like the and more that, famous. That's like the, the WSOP. That's the live stream on TV stuff. That's the World Series of Poker, is the tournament right. style. Got Correct. you. So, are you already like planning your twenty first birthday in Vegas, or like, that's gonna is be? That the, is that what we're doing? Epic. It's gonna be <laughs> epic, dude. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Funny enough, the WSOP is uh, starts in June, which is when my birthday is. So, go hit a oh, couple wow. events Look when I turn twenty one. So, so how how does one go about mm. applying for that? Because you have to win certain amount of tournaments, right? Is that how that works? No, actually, the WSOP you can just go buy in. Oh, you, you just buy just, in. Okay. Yeah. There's there's some tournaments where you have to like qualify, but uh, yeah, you can just buy in for ten thousand dollars. Is, is, <laughs> is it normal? Like, what's usually a starting age for someone that wants to become a professional poker player? Like, is it usually around your type of age, or because I imagine it's not something that you can really get into until you get a little bit older. So it's not like other things where like people are like I've been playing since I was five. Maybe I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, I think it's just I think it's just a game. Like you could start when you're 50, you could start when you're 16. It's just how it is, I guess. Some people are like, I didn't wow. start playing till I was, you know, 40. And some people have been playing since they're young. And I guess it just depends on your situation, obviously. Um, <clears throat> like yeah. a lot of college kids are playing. And, uh, you know, that, that that's a big, like, thing. I know a lot of college kids that start playing. And I think now, 2023, there's a lot of young kids coming into the game for sure. Have you played anyone younger than you? Yeah. Oh, good like, question, in these, actually. In these actual legit... Yeah. Uh, games i played with one person that was younger than me um in texas mm. but he was like two months younger than me and we were both 18 right right because 18 uh, is the youngest yeah. you've played you've played Correct. like in the in the house games uh, obviously your younger brother yeah. gator uh plays yeah yeah um 
But yeah, in a, in a casino, only one kid. Do you ever get any like snarky uh, guys being like, one all kid. right, rookie, let me show you how the, the big old dogs do it. <laughs> Actually, yeah, some people like don't don't like the young kids, you know, like those old guys are like these young kids and their, their math <laughs> equations coming into the game, man. But these kids it's, believe it's, in it, science. It's uh, for the most part. Yeah, for the most part, it's That's like, nice. you know, everybody's very friendly. Um, but yeah, some people, you yeah, know, they I want imagine to show it's the kids a pretty how to play for competitive sure. community, but like any, any community will have the competitiveness and then the people that kind of connect because it's like a, a connection of like something they love. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean, there's a community for anything nowadays. You just find something you love and there's uh, other people out there that'll do it. Yeah. Just like Sebastian Maniscalco says, he's like, you can go search. I like to dress up like a baby. And exactly. You can find, you can find 50 people getting together at the Marriott that like to dress up like That's a baby. So true. Yeah, well, that kind of was that is exactly uh, what right. I was uh, going to ask was, do you find that because it's something, um, you know, not a traditional thing that people might be interested in pursuing as a career but do you find that now you're able to build a community with like uh like a youtube channel or creating content like uh, like a brad owens or some someone like that is that kind of inspired you to be like oh i could potentially make a living doing this or pursue this as a career because not only you know i could have success as a poker player but now you can almost uh, monetize and, and create like a business off of people enjoying your personality as a player. Is that like uh, something that made it easier for you to to get into in that way? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think like anything that you do nowadays, you have to include social media and content basically if you want to be successful. Um, obviously, you guys are pretty well aware of that. But yeah, I think that so far in my poker career, making content, making videos and making connections is been like a big game changer for me um and yeah at 2023 the poker content is absolutely booming right now like there was a big poker boom in 2003 and it kind of like went down and now 2020 everybody started playing like you know the pandemic everybody played online (laughs) and everything yeah nobody had everybody was stuck in their houses like what the hell am i gonna do so yeah it's absolutely booming this year uh the main event had the most entries ever it was like over ten thousand. Um, wow what is the main event it's a ten thousand dollar buy-in at the wsop yeah and it's like that's so that's how that starts is for the for the world series of poker ten thousand minimum buy-in um i think that's the tournament that ends it actually it's close to the end um the series is like two months long and they have like 80 tournaments or something but that's like the big one okay so that's like the final round sort of thing okay so what so just to just to start the the two-month uh, World Series. What? How much is that buy-in? Um, I don't really know the schedule. I think it changes um, every okay. year, but it can range from like four hundred, and then there's like high roller stuff for like two hundred and fifty thousand and stuff. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. No, that's cool. You're you're like at the front of it. I feel like you've been you've been doing this for pretty consistently since uh, mm-hmm. you know turning eighteen, which was what was so that was twenty twenty one or no twenty twenty two. Um, twenty twenty two. Yeah. So you basically had like two years of practice before you went out and and did, started doing real tournaments and real cash games. Correct. Yeah. And it, it's it's pretty hard to um, it it was difficult for me because I was playing with my family and friends, playing with the same people every time. So when I went to right, go so play you were with just people, kicking ass, is what you're saying. Yeah, and you <laughs> exactly. were like, I need I need a real challenge here. Yeah. <laughs> it, it took me a while to like adapt to the to the casino like feel it's obviously a little intimidating at first you know because oh yeah it's like a big deal um 
but after a while you just kind of you find your flow man right on mm. so how mm. do you handle because obviously there's big ups and downs you're gonna you mm -hmm. win big and you lose big how do you handle mentally the the lows and stuff like that do like do you meditate do you what do you what's your what's your process of of keeping a positive outlook on this yeah absolutely um it's definitely a question that gets asked a lot because um to you know an average person who doesn't really play poker or who doesn't like gamble like that it's hard for them to like comprehend losing uh that much money you know what i mean right um mm -hmm. and winning that much money obviously the same thing um i would say my situation is very fortunate right now I mean, obviously i'm still living at home i don't have like expenses i'm not living off of my poker like bankroll uh-huh um but yeah, I think basically all it takes is you just have to go through it. Like you have to lose big, you have to win big, and you just have to know that if you're a winning player, of course, then it'll all even out in the long run. Um, but yeah, it can definitely be tough. I've gone through some pretty nasty swings, and I kind of went through one just in Vancouver as well, which was tough. But for me, at least, I don't really think of the money as money. I think of it as like ammunition. I think of it as like coins. Oh, so it doesn't really okay. feel like real to me. And I think that's kind of the way you have to put it. You have to kind of take the dollar sign out of your, out of your brain and right. you just have to play like it's like it's fake money almost. Yeah. You're just playing well, a sport. Right. Basically. Yeah. Wow. That's mm -hmm. really interesting. So what about, what about like, um, what about like getting ready for uh, a game like during the day? I know you put a lot of this on your Instagram, but for those of you who are just, uh, for those of our listeners that are just learning about you, what do you what do you do to like prep your mind and 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 prep? Uh, you know, do you have any like game day uh, you know routines or anything that you do? Yeah, so recently I've been playing a lot of online, and that's really nice because you can just be on your own time. You can be in your own space. You can do right. whatever you want. So um, before the games, I'll usually go for like a 20, 30 minute walk to clear my head. That's really what I like to do, and just kind of visualize what the session is going to be like. And Ooh, then I get yes, back, you know, powerful. just, yeah, you definitely need to visualize um, what's going to happen. And then, yeah, I just like to stay organized, you know, plan out all the games I'm going to play. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, when you're that's doing really online, how many games are you playing at once? Um, so recently I can play up to eight to 12 tables at a time. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that is Which, insane. Wow. Yeah, so I mean that definitely just took a lot of practice. I remember playing like two at a time, then four, six, and then it just kept going up because basically your mind just sees the spot and you're you're almost automatic in most of the spots, you know. Um, wow. Yeah, it just it's just practice, really. Oh my gosh, can you, Bobby? Can you imagine doing eight? comedy shows at the same time oh my gosh I you know what i'm saying like i'm just trying to put it into our world like i can't imagine yeah, trying no. to play eight concerts at the same time or make eight movies at the same time like that is no. that's that's incredible and and so so gil do you have like multiple screens or is it all like what what's the setup look like so i actually just bought a 49 inch screen to fit all the tables in there 49 so I, got, inch I got like the ultra wide yeah <laughs> epic the ultra wide <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow, it's, dude. It's, it's yeah. It, so you, how um, how do you like follow along on all? What did you say? Sixteen games? Twelve? Um, twelve is my max. I usually stick around max. eight to ten though. Um, to so let's say ten. We'll like cut. We'll we'll meet we'll meet in the middle. How do you keep track of all ten games of like where you are in the bid? You know what mm -hmm. your what 
who's playing because because a lot of that is like you're learning how a certain per- player plays right is, is am i correct in saying that yeah right yeah so um that's definitely a question also a lot of people ask is like how do you get reads on people when you play 12 tables mm. and yeah. um, and online right because you can't really see that you, you know mm-hmm. it's just a little avatar yeah people ask that a lot too and i think that the tells from online just come from bet timing like how quick they bet and their their sizings um, mm. how big or small wow. they bet. Um, but also online, I keep notes on people, you know, if they do something that I see that I want to, you know, think about later, like if they just like spewed off their stack with like seven, three, I'll be like, all right, cool. And then when I play another pot with that guy, you know, two months later, I'll be like, oh, this was the guy that spewed with seven. Oh, uh, so you're writing, oh. you're writing down <laughs> usernames and making notes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're like a um, poker secret agent. <laughs> you're like freaking spying and keeping track of all these guys. Wow, that's that's actually really smart. You're that's like a, big, big royal flush sixty nine. That motherfucker's <laughs> bluffing every single time. <laughs> Bobby, how'd you know my username? <laughs> I knew it would be some kind of pun. <laughs> it does get tough though. Like when you have a few, um, you're playing a few hands um, that like. You have to think about because, like I said, a lot of the stuff is automatic. Yeah. Um, because you just go over and over and over. You play so many games, so many hands. But when you have to think about multiple games at a time, that's when it gets a little bit tough for sure. Yeah, that sounds wild. I, I, yeah. I, I could never do that. You find any troll? Like, is there more trolling online than in person? Kind of like how it is with everything, or Absolutely. is it pretty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, the chat That's box hilarious. goes a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> the chat box, yeah, imagine. online as you as as we all know, the the online like trolling is just it's too easy because nobody's gonna get punched in the face afterward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. You know, they 100%. have no fear. They're like, they don't know who I am. They can't see my face. They, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. people are funny. Wow. I I'm still blown away at you're playing twelve games. That's that just, many? Yeah, that's. Insane. Now, I mean, you, yeah, you can't really do that in real life. Or do people ever play multiple table, like physical tables? No. Or is that no? That's not really how. It I saw one guy do it once. He was like running across the room, but <laughs> that just doesn't sound fun. Uh, yeah, you can't, it, sip, it, you you can't. can't sip the, some scotch and smoke a cigar while you're doing no. that. No, <laughs> well, that's a good. That's a that's a a funny question. Actually, do most people uh, in these serious games? Most people probably aren't drinking, huh? Uh, it just depends on like the kind of player they are. Um, some okay. people just like to drink while they play, and yeah. obviously that's your. Uh, a lot of times that's going to be your target. So. Yeah, you're going to go after for sure because their 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 reaction time, they're analyzing everything is lowered yeah. as soon as that alcohol t- touches the bloodstream. Like, yeah, mo- most yeah. of the time if it's a good game, you know, if if, if it's a fun one, everybody's laughing and splashing around. Usually, there's alcohol involved. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I imagine the home sure. games, and I've played there with you guys. Those yeah. those those games are pretty chill. Everybody has a has a cocktail, and it's 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 not as serious. Um, as probably the the tournaments and and like uh, casinos you go to, I imagine. Right. Yeah. The home games are chill, just because you with you with your friends and family. You know, it's not really yeah. a big deal. You're just For kind of sure. having fun. So just having fun, taking our money. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. well, I, and how? Like, I remember. Uh, I think it was like, and I had played like casually, but the first time I ever had done anything was that like one tournament. It was like I think one of your guys' first ones at your house. At your house. Mm-hmm. And I remember I got like third place. Like I was just like, I remember and I was that. Just so, <laughs> I was just <laughs> like, am I the greatest player alive? <laughs> but like every, you guys are saying that it's almost harder to play against someone new because. 
you know, they're, they're, they don't really follow the same type of rules. Maybe they're, they're playing a little bit more wild because they, you know, they're not really, you know, they're yeah. being dumb almost, you know, and it's like hard to be predicted that way. So there is, is there some type of advantage to not, uh, playing like a traditional, like, or like the smarter way, because it's more like you ca- catch people off guard. Yeah. I think that, um, when you learn how to play the game, you're, you're basically learning how to play against somebody who's um, playing optimally and who's supposed to be like doing what they should do. So when you encounter somebody who has no idea what they're doing, then you have to, you have to change your, your strategy, of course. Um, and I think that when I, when I first started like getting better at the game, I was kind of annoyed with people who didn't know how to play. I was like, ah, like, he doesn't respect my raises kind of thing, you know? <laughs> um, but now, now I, feel I promise like, uh, I respected <laughs> all your raises. Girl. But now it's like, I, I have a completely different mindset where I'm like, okay, cool. I want all these players at my table. Cause I know how to exploit them and That's get cool. all the chips. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, he knows how to take advantage. You gotta yeah, learn how to make money off the. He bad knows how players. to stock. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I, that's what I, I say. That I, you know, we play hockey. Uh, I play hockey with you, Gil. Sometimes I, I play a lot with my brothers, and mm-hmm. I, I've said that because you know it's it's a drop-in game. It's all for fun, but it, but it, it's a still the point is to is you want to win and you want to score goals and yeah. and I always say if you're going one on one to a to a loose puck and you know you're faster or a better player than that guy, that's the puck that you have to, you have to take advantage of that win because, you mm-hmm. know, we split up the teams and we try to make them as even as possible. So a lot of times they're really, really close games, you know, four, four until one, one more goal is scored. And I always say, if you're, if you know, you can win that battle, you, that's the battle you have to win because that'll change the game. Yeah, so, absolutely. Kind of like what you're saying is if you know, if you know, there's a weaker player, and mm-hmm. you're going against them. You gotta. That, that's the ones you have to win. Otherwise, you're gonna be, you know, slow. You're gonna have a slower night or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Because you. I mean, you want to target the weaker players, obviously, because it's easier to win the money off of them. You don't want to target the best player at the table. Um, and you don't. That's why I fold every time extract. you're in the hand. <laughs> you want to. You know, you want to learn how to extract the most money out of these um, yeah. Yeah. people who come in drunk at three a.m. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, be- the best. The oh, best vampires yeah. like slowly it. suck the blood. They don't go all at once. Exactly. <laughs> what an analogy! Oh, that was amazing. Oh man. So, uh, Bobby, you know, and and uh, I'm I'm and most of my followers know that I'm I'm pretty big into health and stuff. So I uh, mm-hmm. I was and Gil and and Caprin, who who we both know as well, they yes. were out playing a, a, in a tournament <laughs> and they were playing like 16 hours a day or something crazy Jeez. like that. And uh, they were, you know, you're sitting that whole time, and I know what the effects of sitting that long are without getting your blood flowing. And so I I I told Rydell, or maybe I text them. And I just said, every fold, you guys should just do 10 air squats. Just stand up and do it. And I'm, <laughs> I'm not really thinking that they're going to they're gonna take me seriously. But they send me this video, and they're like, it's like a <laughs> super that. wide shot. And they're both at separate tables across the room, like in the frame. <laughs> and literally, like, out of, it's like five seconds into the video, I'm like, what am I looking at? And they both just stand up and they just did like 10 squats. And they're both like looking at each other. And they said to me, it was so funny. Dude, I, I would be that. intimidated. I would be intimidated if I was playing poker and I see the guy just bust out some air squats and be like, this, guy has oh, a, yeah. this guy's on a mission. 
But as yeah, we know, and, and Gil, I've talked to you a little bit about this, uh, but a, a, as we know, you know, like working out and, and releasing those endorphins and getting that mm-hmm. your blood flowing, your everything works better throughout the day. So mm-hmm. the fact that, Gil, you're going on those walks before you start playing, you know, mm-hmm. hit those air squats whenever you think about it, that's going to go a long way in just, uh, uh, I don't. I know, I know not nearly as much about poker, but I know enough about how the brain and how the body work that that's going to mm. improve just everything across the board. So I think that's awesome that you were incorporating that, even if it was in a comedy manner. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I, I say that that's one of the advantages of playing online because, like I said, yeah. you can be in your own space, you can be in your own time. If you play live mm. poker, usually you have to like if you go and the game is not good, meaning. It's a bunch of tight players and you know that's the you know you don't have very much uh you can't be that profitable against those players so if you go play a cash game and you're like oh the game is not very good you can't really win that much money um yeah so when i was in texas i was ripping sessions from you know 8 p.m to 8 a.m kind of thing and it wasn't a very healthy wow. lifestyle you know i'd wake up the next morning at like or next night at like 6 p.m and i just like feel not not there you know what i mean Holy so smokes but yeah, and i'm sometimes sure sleep is a big thing for that yeah too. absolutely and i think a lot of poker players they like shift their schedule because you need those guys at 3 a.m coming in drunk like you need <laughs> you need the game to be good it's not going to be good at like you know noon on a tuesday that's it's not really yeah you know, that's work. actually a good point i never even thought about that because yeah you're mm-hmm. you got to stock your prey coming in exactly yeah <laughs> if, if but, you had if you yeah if you what, what would be your ideal routine like no like like, oh, great question. You have unlimited money, mm-hmm. unlimited time. You're a full-time poker player. Like, what would you do every single day to get you most, like, mentally prepared, feeling good? You know, like, how would you – what would be your ideal scenario? Yes, um, we love a, we love a daily routine question here on uh, Glass Half Full. Like, That's my favorite yeah. question. Great question, <laughs> nice. So you're, you guys are – you're asking my, like, daily routine, like, right now or, like, what, what I would let's do? Go, let's go. What's your daily routine right now? Mm-hmm. And then what would, what's your ideal daily routine? Like as yeah. you progress and you start getting into these bigger tournaments and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll give you guys when I was in Vancouver, um, I was there for 30, 31 days and I played. You were in Vancouver for 31 days. Oh my yeah. God. I had no idea. Wow. And you would just play poker really? every day. I, yeah. I thought you were so there for I, like two weeks. No, no, I was there for a month, man. Oh my um, God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Sorry. So, actually, so, so routine and you're in Vancouver. Yeah, so I'm in Vancouver, and uh, yeah, I played about 27 of the days. My daily routine, I was planning on playing a lot more live poker, but I went to the casino, and it wasn't really that good, so I decided to just mostly play online. Um, So yeah, I would wake up, basically. Um, A lot of times, I would have a session with my coach in the morning, um, three times a week, and then I would go for my morning walk. Wait, wait, sorry. You have a a poker coach. Correct. Oh, I did not know this either. Very interesting. Yeah. just okay, recently continue, got one. Continue through the, yeah, the so, day, yeah. but we got I want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I would go for my walk, which is beautiful in Vancouver. You're right there, like by the ocean. Oh yeah, especially in the, the summer, Vancouver's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Um, so that's always nice. Like I said, you got your headphones in, you can just clear your mind. You know, get the blood pumping a little bit, uh, and then I go back up to my place, make some coffee, maybe make some breakfast. Um, it, it depends on how long I'm gonna play. If I'm gonna play a big session, I'll make some breakfast, but. And then I usually hop into something called a GTO trainer, which basically just takes you through a bunch of simulated hands to kind of get your mind ready to go for poker. So oh. um, it'll basically just take you through a bunch of spots that you're about to play, and it'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Um, and then, yeah, basically I just start on my session. Wow. So what's, yeah. what, when, you, when you say it'll tell you if you're right or wrong, what, is, what does that mean exactly? So 
it'll take you through a simulated hand. So it'll give you a hand you're playing against the computer. So it'll be like, you know, ace king, you want to raise here, bet here. And you basically just have to, you're just practicing basically, if that makes sense. And it'll so there's be like kind this, of right and wrong moves in poker. It's not just like whatever you're feeling. I mean, I guess it is right. to a certain extent, yeah. but there's a right yeah. and, a, and a wrong place to, to make a raise or whatnot. Technically it's not really a right or wrong. Um, but yeah, so there's basically a computer that generates the the best, the plus, the most plus EV outcome, which means expected value, which means okay. like most profitable uh, way to play the hand, basically. Mm. So um, I'm trying to think of an easy way to explain it. It's a little bit complex when you when you dive into it, but right, um, yeah, it's basically just telling you what the most profitable way to play the hand is. Okay, okay, and so that just kind of mm. gets you warmed up before you start the real games. Yeah, exactly. And then you load up the tables and you're just grinding for hours, man. Wow. Super interesting. Wow. So, so, mm-hmm. so yeah. So you have a coach. Talk about what this is. Is this like a, is this like a personal trainer kind of a thing? No. So it's, um, yeah, it's just, po- it's a poker coach. So about, poker coach. I would say, yeah, I'd, I'd say about two months ago, I was, you know, I, I was feeling really good about my game. I'm, I'm studying, I'm playing a lot. And I was like, I think I really need to take the next step. I'm putting so much time into this and yeah. like a personal coach would be, the next step, obviously, if you're, if you're doing anything, um, whether it's sports, you know, you're, uh, I don't know, you're a dancer, hockey, football, whatever you're going to like get yeah, you're, somebody, you're have like a mentor, some sort of trainer for yes, sure. For, for sure. sure. Um, and it definitely seems like, it seems like something that's like, Oh, like what, what does he really do? Um, but it's really nice to have a mentor and somebody who teaches you a lot. I've learned so much from this guy, like so awesome. much. I bet. Mm-hmm. It probably just more, and it's always more than just the X's and O's too. It's, you know, they, they usually can have more. like a good time on like the mentality and how mm-hmm. to recover from big losses and stuff like that. I imagine. What has been the biggest takeaway you've learned from the coach? Um, well, so he's kind of like a low to mid stakes tournament player, which is what I'm doing right now. And uh-huh. he's like, like an absolute professional crusher. He's been playing full time for 15 years. So it's really nice wow. to hear what he has to say about just like the the flow of the game, how to handle these players that he's encountered over the last 15 years and stuff that I would never even start to think about. He's like told me, I'm like, you know, it's it's so eye opening a lot. Yeah. Um, as for like the, 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 the one thing that sticks out, um, I would just say that there's so many different spots that I'm just just passing over, just missing that extra the extra dollar signs that I'm just missing. It's really, really cool to see him point those out. What do you mean by extra dollar signs? Like, extra, like bet a little bit more here or yeah, raise like raise more? here, fold here, call okay. here kind of thing. And it's just spots that come over and over again that I was just completely passing over. So you um, were just folding when you could be doing a little bit something right. extra. Okay. I see. Exactly. And that's, that's one of his big things is you really got to get in there, play a lot more hands than you're supposed to when you're playing against a weaker field. Put yourself uh-huh. in the mix more and, you know, uh, take advantage of the people who are just giving away their money, basically. Wow. That's cool, mm-hmm. man. That's really, really cool. Poker. Wow. That's a whole can of worms. That's fascinating. It but, is. Um, I think that's so cool that, you, like I said in the beginning, I think it's just so cool that you have just so much passion for something and you're just going all in. I, I admire that so much. And I think, oh yeah, that, cause, cause you can switch at any time. You can change your mind. You can move to a different things. Like I, I love mm-hmm. telling the story about my dad. My dad was, you know, 
selling medical equipment and then he was selling uh and then he was buying gold and then and reselling it and then he was uh you know he's always managed our business and 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 helped with the managing the band and whatnot but then at 60 years old he's like you know what i think i'm gonna go fly private jets and it's just like and he's doing that full time yeah. right now and making a great living doing it. And he absolutely loves it. And it's like at 60 years old, he just completely switched gears. And that's cool. I think that's so that's cool really awesome. It's something that he's passionate about. And it's like, I think people yeah. get stuck being like, well, I've done this for so long. I can't change. And the mm-hmm. truth of the matter is, mm-hmm. yes, life is short, but life is also a, a long, beautiful journey. And you can... It is move directions and shift and do whatever you feel passionate about and whatever lights you up. I always say whatever gets you so excited to wake up in the morning and do that, do that. Cause like I I think about me when I'm, when I'm like waking up, like Bobby, when we were doing, when we were doing your TV show, when I was directing clout, I'm going to sleep and I almost can't even fall asleep because I'm so stoked for the next day to get on set and work with everybody and like those are the things it's like in Christmas. Life that, yeah, it's like <laughs> it's the it's the most exactly it's the most exciting mm-hmm. time to to have yeah. something where you're going to sleep and you're like I can't even cannot even wake up and it seems like you have found that gill and I think mm-hmm. that's so sure. so cool. Yeah, and think absolutely. about when he's like 29, you know, even just to, <laughs> yeah. like, the amount you've learned yeah. in this short amount of time, and and just how you change as a person through you know especially through those early. 20 yeah, years t- early 20s mm-hmm. your, your yeah. sensibility a lot about and, yourself and, and yeah yeah and, and just the game and it's just it's going to be incredible to see like that's such an advantage of also finding something uh that you love when you're young because you have a lot of time to fail and to learn and not have a like you were saying you, you're in a great situation mm-hmm. you know uh with how you live your lifestyle you know and the way that you're planning to uh, almost invest more into growing as a poker player uh, mm-hmm. by the way they which you want the direction you're taking your life right now. So it's only going to set you up to have more success and be able to do it at a, the highest degree, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Gil, I, 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 we've talked so much about poker and, and I, like I said in the beginning, it's because I'm, I'm just so fascinated by what you're doing and, and the amount of uh, uh, effort and passion that you have for this, but you also have an, an incredible amount of, of other skills like we talked a little bit briefly but you've you played ice hockey you've you played forever mm-hmm. you're, you're a great player I, I love playing with you because you pass so well um, thank you <laughs> but you are you you've acted like we said in in these movies and um you're a, a fantastic singer you're a great musician you've played shows thank with yeah. me yeah um, you, you sang at my wedding which I was thinking about the other day and literally I, it brings tears of joy to my eyes. I want, I want to edit that video together at some point cause it's just fantastic. But, um, do you have, obviously poker is taking up a ton of your time and energy. Do you have any, um, uh, interest in pursuing more acting or music or is that sort of just hobbies right now? Right now? I think, um, I'm just all poker right now, but recently uh-huh. I've actually been taking up the piano again. Like, um, nice. which has been really, really nice for me. Um, I don't think it, it it's really a, a career thing right now or anything serious. It's definitely just a hobby right now, but right. it's definitely, um, you know, there's definitely options if I, if I choose to do something else. Yeah, dude, but, like that's what, that's what I think is so cool is you can, you're so talented and, and you're so driven in your passions that I think you can, you can switch, you can do whatever. And I think you're going to be successful. Like you have such mm-hmm. an incredible voice and 
uh, you know, just playing a couple of shows that we've played and you were, you were in the band at right. wedding. That was, uh, that was Thank just, you. Uh, so much fun. You're playing saxophone. Like that was fun, dude. You got, you got some, you got some <laughs> skills, man. That was so you'll, you'll much fun. Like, you'll Thank be like, you'll be like Tyson Fury after he wins a <laughs> boxing match and he sings a song. You'll do that after you win the world series. <laughs> yes, bro. Oh my God. That would be hilarious. He like gets up on the poker table and he yeah, like, sings, be like, we are the champions. Bye, bye, <laughs> yeah. Um, multifaceted. Yeah. And I'm sure like the piano and all the other stuff at all, it all kind of tunes the little parts of the brain that can yes. translate over to to the other things. Yeah. Absolutely. So hypothetically, let's say you win the World Series of Poker tomorrow, and you, mm-hmm. you they were like, "Yes, we want you to sing a song." What song are you singing? Oh my gosh! <laughs> what song am I singing? Like a cele- like a like a, a celebration, celebration song? Yeah, it's just like you, just the guy. You know, it's an all in on the last hand. You know, you got a you got a, a, a wow. full house, and the other guy's got like you know three of a kind and you just crush it and uh i'm not too sure i'm trying to gambler. think like, like what's that yeah yeah the gambler actually <laughs> kenny rogers <laughs> Kenny Rogers, <laughs> go for it that's actually pretty perfect song i'm not gonna lie i think i think uh kenny rogers is also danger zone right no, is that Kenny uh, Loggins? I think that's Kenny Loggins. Yeah, Loggins, that's, that's Loggins. Loggins. You're right. I was just thinking that sounds like a fun one to do. <laughs> yeah. You got yeah. to know when to hold. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's perfect. That'd be epic. That I imagine be just like a 40 year old guy who's been training his whole life, and he, like a 19 year old comes in and just smokes him and starts. That's, with a, that's a good question. What is the youngest? Who's the youngest winner of the World Series of Poker? Hmm. Um, I actually don't know. I assume it's probably like 22, 23, maybe 21. I don't know. Whew. Actually, 21. Can you imagine winning your first yeah, time be, going into yeah. the tournament? That's that would crazy. Be, I'm not sure if it's 21 because that would be, that'd be pretty crazy. That'd be like, yeah, 21. that's, that's like, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of something to compare that to, but that's like, you know, that's like a, a rookie uh, uh, in anything coming in and just being the best instantly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, as good yeah, as we, you know, we're huge team. hockey fans, but as good as Nathan McKinnon and Connor McDavid are, they weren't necessarily the best their first year. They were insanely exactly. good, but yeah. You know, wow. That'd be, wild. yeah. And the oldest I'm sure who's the, who's the poker, who's the poker player. He's like that old man. He dressed like a cowboy. Oh, Doyle Brunson? Yeah. Oh, I think he, that he, guy. he passed away like a month ago, unfortunately. He did? But, oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's Texas Dolly. He's the uh, he's the legend. He's the godfather. That guy was my favorite. Yeah, he's the best. That's so cool. R.I.P. He yeah, won main R. event back-to-back in like the 70s. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And when you say main event, just for our listeners out there, that is the final the World wow. Series of Poker. That's the last, that's the big hurrah. How much, what's the winnings? How much do they win? So this year, the winner got like $12 million or something. $12 million. Wow. Bobby, you have, you just won $12 million. What's the first thing you're buying? <laughs> I'm buying another poker book to learn to even better win $12 Excellent. All right, yeah. Gil, what are you, what are you going to buy when you, when you win? Oh man, I don't. Keyword I don't know. win. Keyword win. You win. Keyword win. Oh yeah. man, I'd probably buy like a vacation home somewhere like tropical. I could go. Take oh, now poker we're trips. talking. Now like we're Aruba. talking. 
Are you so? Have you? I know we mentioned that in the beginning. Have you uh, made any other plans to get make it down to Aruba? Because if you do, I want to go. You yeah, know me. So I love, actually, love my tropical islands. It's funny <laughs> enough because I was planning to go to Aruba, but unfortunately, they didn't bring the World Series there this year. So I was oh, pretty bummed okay. about that. So, so that's year. that's why I ended up going to Vancouver. Ah, gotcha. yeah, next year. But I'm planning to make a trip to like Florida. We'll see uh, how the poker is down there. What city in Florida are you going to? I think it's Hollywood. Okay. Okay. I think. Is and that, Tampa. Is I think that there's a couple. Near, oh, it's Tampa. Okay. I'm but not really sure. I think Hollywood's near Miami. Okay, sweet. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the area I like. I like Fort Lauderdale. That's my favorite in, in Florida. Oh, nice. Yeah. I've never been to Do Florida. Do you find – how is – so is it like um, kind of some like other sports uh, like professionally? Is it – the most popular in the United States or what's the global popularity of, of Ooh, poker like and does oh, it differ question. like in terms of like I mean the game probably is obviously the same but what about like the culture like the way that they do tournaments uh, like mm-hmm. internationally in other countries and stuff so obviously America uh, poker in America is massive because Vegas so World Series like people travel from all over the world to come play here in terms mm-hmm. of popularity I wouldn't be surprised if Europe was the, was the leader in that um, and oh, I think wow. it's partially because online poker is um, not like it, it's weird in America. There's like three sites that are legal, but the majority of online poker is illegal in America. Oh. And in Europe, it's it's uh, living. It's going good in Europe. Like there's a ton of players online. So that probably oh. has something to do with it. Um, but I mean, it's still massive in America for sure. Wow. I can't believe there's so many illegal sites that's uh seems like that yeah it's 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 more yeah it, it's pretty strange because uh it used to be legal in america in like 2009 but i don't know if you guys have ever heard about black friday um yeah the day after like... thanksgiving <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no 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 um but that's what they call it it was like the big shutdown of online sites in america they shut down the biggest sites and people lost tons of money and it was oh, like wow it was that oh was is like that is day. that the movie with uh is that the movie with Affleck and Timberlake? Is that what that movie is about? Uh, I don't think I've seen that movie actually. That one is. Uh, I don't know. It? Possibly. Is it, what is that called? Runner, runner. I think it's called runner. runner. Oh, it is runner, runner. <laughs> I don't know actually, but yeah, that was like a big, big moment. There's some. Um, there's something happens online, and Timberlake's character, uh, Justin Timberlake, he tracks down Ben Affleck, who is like the the owner or CEO or something, and it's like, hey, he's like, hey, you owe me money. Cause the, mm. the site yeah. cheated or crashed or something. And I feel like there's, there's a bigger thing at play. I can't remember exactly. Mm. Um, that could have been it for sure. That could but, have been based yeah, off that's that. That's why that'd be, that'd be interesting. People are very skeptical about online poker now right. in America. At least. Yeah. And like, I wonder how AI and stuff like that is kind of, you know, yeah, that's a big question too. Like the people make Ooh. bots and stuff, but they have pretty good bot protection on the sites bot now. Protection. Yeah. That's good. You basically just look at, people who are playing the exact same way and you can pretty easily scope it out gotcha mm-hmm. wow that's super interesting well yeah. gil we've uh, we've taken up a fair amount of your time man um but this has been so so he's interesting. playing 12 games right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean it's like 
He's yeah, playing he's, eleven because he's got to focus one on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's playing eleven games because he's got the he's got the podcast on the other screen right now. <laughs> but he's actually he's absolutely just crushing all eleven of them. That would be, that'd be so funny if we could just pan out and he was like, you'd see it. We're just playing all the games. Yeah, uh, yeah. listeners, if you pan out, meaning uh, you pull back in, in in film terms, you pull back from the close up and you. You pull out or pan out, and you see, you can see the widescreen. So we would see that he's actually looking at more than one screen, and then <laughs> looking at more than just Bobby and I, which would which would yeah. be hilarious. And I'm oh, also man. looking at that poker table in the background. Yeah, there um, it is. I, that was my last project I did with Capron was finding the guys to build that thing, and I remember oh. that, that was that was really hard to figure out, but it <laughs> it worked out so well. Like I love seeing yeah. that thing. I just noticed it, and it's got like card. I remember we like we needed to like read the cards and go up on like a like a program or something. It was pretty. Mm-hmm. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, really quick, yeah. Bobby. I had no idea that you were a part of putting that together. Um, Gil, explain how that table works because that is really cool. When you guys do online, you uh, you broadcast games mm-hmm. from your house. Yeah, so basically, it's just like a sensor in front of each of the cup holders, and you have specific cards that have a sensor on them as well. Connect the table to the computer, which has a specific software for it, and the computer can read the cards. It's pretty cool, actually. It's so Let cool. Me tell you, Bobby, I called about a hundred places. Find. Yeah, <laughs> I called about a hundred <laughs> places to figure this out. Yeah. Like I, I, w- I learned more about poker tables than one man should. That's why you got. <laughs> that's why you got third place. You just knew where to put the cards on the <laughs> yeah, table. I had the, <laughs> I had the sensors. Yeah, that's hilarious. I like that chess player that put that. Uh, that thing up his butt to feel the vibrations <laughs> of the <laughs> dude. So we were on tour and Ross and Garrison are and, and Rocky plays a lot of chess too, but mainly Ross and Garrison. And they were talking about that. And I was just like, that just doesn't seem hey, you would know you would see that. Cause every time he'd be like, Oh, Oh, you know what I mean? He'd be like kind of jumping in his seat. Like that just doesn't, it doesn't seem very comfortable to me, but I don't know. I'm not really, it doesn't a, seem worth it. Doesn't seem you actually, worth there, it. There yeah. was actually somebody who was like accused of doing that in a poker live stream. Wow. Like a, yeah. You know, I'm just, people are, you know, everybody needs a hobby. I suppose everyone's in, everybody's into their little, everybody's got their little dark secrets. And it's just, uh, I don't know what, uh, I don't know what else to say about that, but that's just a little, <laughs> a little too close to uh, certain other areas. In my opinion, it's not for me. So, you know, if you're, if you're into that sort of a thing, I'm not judging. I'm just saying it's not my thing. <laughs> Well, anyways, I'll, fold. I'll, I'll take the fold. I'll fold. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, this is great. Gil, I love you, man. Uh, so good to see you. Thank you so much for, for being on here. And uh, really quick before Absolutely. you go, we love, we you know, we're glass half full here. So we love, a, we love a beverage. We love a cup of coffee. What are you sipping on right now? Plain old water. Water. Healthy water. Water. Good man. That's right. What about, the what, what about you, Bobby? What yeah. do you got? Uh, I am drinking some positive energy tangerine tea. Tangerine tea, really nice. Mm-hmm. I myself it's really, yeah. have. Uh, I got a cup of coffee, and today I went with uh, I went with four sigmatic mushroom coffee. So it's got a little bit of lion's mane and chaga in it, and then I okay. uh, I put in um, a scoop of uh, layered superfood. Um, what is this called? Uh, Laird Superfood Creamer. That's what it's called. It's really, really good. It's coconut-based, a uh, little bit of coconut sugar, and uh, lots of trace minerals. It's very delicious. I'm a big fan. 
Damn. Yeah. Good, good beverage. Well, cheers, I need guys. To go get some minerals. Get some. Get get you some layer superfood. It's got tons of Gil, good stuff. You're the cheers, man. I, Gil. I wish Thank you guys. Here. Cheers. This has been so fun. And to everybody listening, cheers. We love you. This has been a glass half full with Riker and Bobby. We'll see you next time. We'll be in the Aruba uh, beach house next time. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>